Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Put, so you have a mummy bag, right? With a little mm-hmm. thing that goes up here. You put your pillow inside, not on the outside, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I did not figure it. Somebody, somebody mentioned that to me this, this year. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong this whole time. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Beyond Our Service. Thank you for coming back in and listening to this garbage again. Uh, Schick is still out. He's going to be out for another probably two weeks, two, three weeks, because um, he's trying to pull his life together. Look, he's not a very smart individual. He's starting a new job. They make him use words and numbers. It's it's rough stuff. So when he gets all his shit together, then we'll we'll have him back on. But uh, until then, we have a special guest today. His name is Ben Sittig. 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 Close enough. Sittig. Yeah. Damn close it. Enough. Close enough. I put the most. I put the wrong emphasis uh, on the wrong word. On the wrong syllable. Syllable. Damn it. <laughs> so. Uh, Ben, welcome to the show. Uh, you're in for a treat. You're about to blow up too. You're going to go to a gajillion listeners and followers. You're welcome. I'm just doing this for exposure. So thank you. And thanks for Mm -hmm. having me on. You're in the right place for exposure. Yes. My mom, my dad, and my aunt are going to love it. Cool. Also that $10,000 invoice I sent you. Don't forget about that. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. We got that. (laughs) That's fine. Good. Cool. It's pretty cheap, actually. You need to. You should raise the bar, man. I know. I need to. I need to value myself properly. Yeah. Someone sponsored by Miller Lite should demand more. Oh man, I can only dream. Damn, that would maybe, be awesome. Maybe someday. Okay, so Ben Sittig is also known as the huge fly fisherman. He has a YouTube channel that's almost as big as ours, and he has. Uh, handle on Instagram. What is your handle on Instagram? I huge fly fisherman. Okay, it's huge fly fisherman. Staying, it's, it's consistent. I like that. Every everything's huge fly fishing. The website, the YouTube channel, the everything, the Instagram, everything's just huge fly fisherman. Awesome. So yeah. I was introduced to. Uh, well, I wasn't introduced. Sorry, I found Ben because I was trying to learn how to fly fish better and more, and I was actually trying to fly fish for bass and learn more like how I should change things around and it was actually your video that i saw first and then you referenced me to the alvin guy so uh thank you for that because you've made me a better fly fisherman cool i didn't realize that it was the bass videos that you saw first i didn't i Mm -hmm. didn't know that cool that was um because there's just not a ton out there and so it's it, it i mean it's not that complicated but i just like i'm thinking like man if i have 4x tippet and i catch a five pound bass i goes into like the weeds i don't know how i'm gonna get him out of there well dude like it's not it's no different than i mean you know how to bass fish with conventional gear so -hmm. you already know what to do you're just using different you know rod and reel and lure i mean you know it was the quick 
Yeah, it was the, the equipment. That's what yeah. I just didn't understand. I didn't right. know the difference. But I mean, and well, four X. I mean, just throw that right out on the right out the window. You should fish at least yeah. 10, 10 pound. <laughs> you know, ten twenty pounds. Like I said, just do everything you did in conventional bass fishing. You know, just mm-hmm. translate it over to fly fishing. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of how I discovered it. Started watching him. Uh, I've told him this before. He reminds me of a really good friend of mine. Um, the, the show is awesome. The YouTube channel is great. Very entertaining. Whether you like fly fishing or not in particular, or if you are interested, you should absolutely check it out because he's a funny dude and he puts some really good content out there. And you're actually, I hate to admit it or give you compliments, uh, but you're a pretty good, pretty good teacher. Um, Thanks. You do good. You break it down really quick and easy. So, and I'm I'm not an intelligent man, so that helped. Um, <laughs> well, I I guided a lot of stupid people, so I, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I, I I learned how to dumb it down real good, like <laughs> that's awesome, perfect. Uh, so I was watching one of his videos last year and went and and had a couple beers and posted or and then and. Basically, what did I do? What was it? I bid. It was a silent auction. God dang it. I, so, I, put a, I auctioned off a guided trip to benefit uh, the Marine Discovery Center, which does habitat restoration and education in Mosquito Lagoon in Florida. And I wanted to benefit them, so I auctioned a guided trip. Okay, thank you. So I won the guided trip. Then I had to tell my wife that I won the guided trip because uh, <laughs> that was... That took a second. But then once I did, it was awesome. This was my, I just came back from a two, I had a two week long road trip. And part of the stop was fishing with Ben. It was a blast. Uh, I learned a good bit and caught some good fish and it was awesome. So yeah. plus we loved winter park, man. That place is great. Yeah, I know you. Uh, yeah, I know you were talking to a realtor friend of mine. So I'm still am. I'm good. I'm, Man, I don't know that that'll work. It'll work out, but good God, it that's was a, awesome. That's a prime uh, spot you're looking at. But yeah, we had a great time, I thought. And uh, yeah, bonus, we caught a bunch of fish. So yeah, was, that's definitely a bonus. That was cool. So All right, so enough of this chit-chat bullshit. Let's get down to the brass tacks. Okay. okay? The intro questions? Yes. <laughs> we up. need to get to know who the real Ben is. Okay. All right. Uh, I okay. would like you. I would like you to ask the questions, and then I'll. Oh, I'm going to ask the questions. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, look. You know what? I, I'm going to do what I want to do. Okay, it's oh, my it's podcast. Your podcast. I tend to k- take control of some situations, though. So God. feel feel free to shut me down. You're such an alpha male. <laughs> no, something like that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So, are you married? Yes, been married for eleven years. Okay. Same here. Nice. When did y'all get married? Uh, when 2010. I think we talked about well, this. I mean, I know boat. what year. Oh. What month? Um, April 26. You should be more confident on that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that, I think we did talk about that. But yes, yeah. very close. We're June 5th. Yeah, right on. Where'd you go on your honeymoon? St. Lucia. Well, cool. We went to the Bahamas. So. That's Caribbean. Poor man stuff. Yeah, uh, we went bone fishing. Damn it. I yeah. did not fish at all. So. Yeah. Yeah, we did. She caught a bigger one than me, so that was cool. Oh, man, I got smoked in Wyoming when we fished at my 
with my cousin, my wife, she caught more and the bigger fish. Good. That's how it's supposed to be. And you're in the back yeah. of the boat and she's in the front, right? Yes. She yeah. even, it got so bad. She eventually was like, here, you need to go sit in the front. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I just, did. I'll and just I, stop fishing. You can have it. Yeah. <laughs> she essentially went and had a snack and then yeah. I finally started catching some fish and nice. then she still caught a bigger one behind in the back. I'm like mother of God. Pretty typical shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. So kids, uh, two kids, two boys, four and seven. And awesome. uh, my house is the loudest place on planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know. My house might be able to give you a run for the money. But <laughs> uh, Pets. Do you have any pets? Uh, currently, we have a dog named Rudy. He is about eight months old. Um, he came from Texas. My wife drove down there because she wanted a little tiny... She wanted an oodle dog, and this was okay. He's supposedly dad was like a 10 pound uh poodle, so whatever miniature toy, whatever that is. And then uh-huh. mom, mom was a mini Aussie, and uh, I think she got totally lied to. And I don't know what this dog is because it definitely does not look like an oodle dog, and uh, nice. maybe has maybe has some Aussie in him, but whatever. He's a cool dog. And, it's not like she paid two grand for him, so that's um, good. Look, yeah. at, least, at least she didn't do that. Yeah, but or she drove to Texas. She drove to Childress, Texas. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, but he's a good dog. He loves our kids so much; it's crazy, and he just loves being in our family. Uh, and then I also have a uh, goldfish that is about six years old, probably. He's getting nice. up there. Yeah, yeah, he's a trooper, man. He's probably five inches long maybe and uh he's gone from a one gallon to a three gallon now he's in a 20 gallon uh he's eaten everything we've tried to put in there Damn. with him yeah he's a badass his name is mr goldfish nice yeah so those mr are my, goldfish yeah I, like I think yeah i think gregory my oldest named him that when he was like a year old so uh those are my pets also <laughs> I, you could what do you want to name key- the goldfish yeah mr goldfish yeah uh, goldfish, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, so you could throw, I'd probably throw the, uh, the kids into the pet category as well. So maybe I have four pets, but, uh, yeah, it. they're boys. So they're absolutely pet category. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Getting a little more serious now. What is your favorite color? Blue. Definitely. Always. I mean, okay. look, I could see myself on the screen. Here's blue. There's blue. Yeah. yeah. Blue. I like blue. Okay, Makes biggest. me look good. Eh. Brings right. out my um, eyes. I think brown bag. Over <laughs> the face. Not a bad idea. Probably help you out better. <laughs> All right. What is your least favorite movie? Dude, you sent me these questions and I thought that was the awesomest question. It's a hard, <laughs> it's a hard question to answer. It is not easy. That's why I texted it to you before. Yes. I was like, I can't just blindside him with this one. No, but I did. It did come to me pretty quickly. Um, and I thought it was such a good question. I asked my wife and she's like, Oh man, that's a good question. So my least favorite movie is dumb and dumberer, the sequel to dumb and dumber. Yes. Because I thought dumb and dumber is, is, is still is one of my most favorite movies ever. So I was excited for a sequel and the sequel was just so fucking terrible, which was predictable, but yeah, um, it was so bad. So I just, I think that's my least favorite movie. Yeah, I I know we talked about this on the boat. I I downplayed it because I didn't want to be I didn't want it to be too weird, um, 
but I kind of wanted to give you a little bit of a kiss when you said that how much you love Dumb and Dumber because man, I fucking love that damn movie. Nice, nice. Oh, I love that movie so much. I've seen it a million times, and I don't know how many times I've bought it because I've lost it a couple times. Yeah, now right. I have it on the Apple thing, like downloaded in there. So, but dude, that's the greatest movie. That's a good one. That's a good one to hate because I thought that one was pretty bad. Um, so, and then last question, uh, for like the 17 people that do listen to this show or maybe eight, whatever it is, while after shitting, (laughs) do you sit or do you stand? And uh, again, fantastic question. Um, (laughs) I, I sit, I I lean over on one cheek. Mm. Yeah. So kind of, I I sit and I lean to the side, lift one cheek up. You're in, you're in good company. You're in the right company. Okay, cool. I'm a leaner myself. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it was a whole thing on this show because a segment basically, because I found out that 40% of men stand while they wipe. And dude, some people, well, I mean, maybe you're one of them. Some people go back to front. No, that's the craziest shit on the planet. Yeah, no, like, that's you for, don't do that. That's for psychopaths. But uh, that's absolutely a psychopath. No, but apparently that's a thing. Some people go back to front. And I was listening to something recently where one dude, yeah, he like he sits and he lifts his junk up and reaches in between his legs and goes back to front. Like that sounds. No. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't understand. No, but one that sounds very inefficient. (laughs) You have to like do even more work. So that's stupid. (laughs) And two. Why? Why would you drag shit towards your balls? That doesn't make... Why? No. (laughs) That's bad. Fantastic question, Steven. Fantastic. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) So, dude, dude, I do... I've done so many podcasts, and I shit you not, you could just take a transcript and just send it to the next guy, because they ask, like, the same fucking questions all the time. And uh, you're, like, five for five. Nobody's asked me any of these questions before. Nobody's asked you if you were married? Um, I don't think so. Uh-uh. No. It's, nice. It's, okay. It's, it's uh, so, where'd the name Huge Fly... Or how'd you get into fly fishing? Where'd the name Huge Fly Fisherman come? How'd you start, or why'd you start YouTube? Like, standard... Yeah, every single person asks me that. Wow. And you can I'm ask me those of, questions. I will... I'm going to get rid of all these I, questions here. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, will, I will happily no, I don't, answer I don't have those. I will happily answer them. Or you can just reference the all the other podcasts that I've done. So... Yeah, well... <laughs> Well, we're not going to put those podcasts in here because they're still probably better than mine, but we are, uh, this show's more about you. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that means. All right. So you're, you're, I brought you on. We talked earlier. What am I exploiting? You're exploiting my weakness of, I love to talk about myself. That's what everybody likes. Yeah. I am in sales, you know, that's right. right. What what were you saying? We were talking earlier. What um, there is an actual point of this episode. So, right, we were talking, and it was your idea, which I think is actually a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we've touched on it a couple times, but nothing very brief. Like because I went on like a camping trip with my kids, so I talked about it a, a tiny bit. Okay, um, but we are we are going to kind of dive into camping and hiking with our children. Yep, just being, being outdoors with kids. Okay. Period. All right. Um, whether it's 
uh, hiking down a trail or doing a six day river trip, whatever, just being outdoors with the kids. Okay. And what goes along with that? Cause, uh, I know your podcast doesn't really have a hard and fast theme, but I know you guys like to talk no, about we don't. Da- dad stuff and, and being dads and having kids and stuff. So that I could, that's why I kind of threw that out there. And, and yeah, which I think is a great idea. Yeah. And I do a lot of outdoorsy stuff with my kids and I get a lot of questions about like, how the hell do you pull that off? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think it's something that people might be curious about. I agree. I think I, it's amazing sometimes how, like when me and my wife say we went camping now again, like, dude, you gotta understand, like we don't have bears here. Right. We do have a lot of snakes, snakes. but we don't have, we don't scorpions. Have you guys have all the little bitey stuff. We have the big bitey stuff. You know? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Touche there. So they're little, but they're, and they can get in your shoes and everything. Yeah. But I get people that look at me and we don't even, I'm talking like we're going car camping on a lake. That's like 20 minutes away at a campground for one night at a campground. Yeah. And they're like, well, how do you do that? Right. And I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, we're bait. We could almost sleep in the truck. Right. Like we're, where it's basically a parking lot. We got a bathroom. So I do think there's, it kind of seems like some people are so disconnected. They think that when we say we're camping, that like we're going off into some wilderness field and right. we don't ever come back. Right. You know, like, right. Like or, I'm taking or, my four year old out into nowhere. You're backpacking in 12 miles with your kids. And yes. Stuff. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I mean, so to your point, camping can be, you know, driving down the street, sleeping in an RV or whatever. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I take my kids on multi-day river trips and that are pretty wildernessy, and we're pretty out there, you know. So that is a reality also. Now, I'm not backpacking in 12 miles with them or floating in a boat where they can just sit. But um, So yeah. it's, it's a broad um, spectrum. Camping can mean a lot of different things, but I think all the principles apply, whether you're going 20 minutes from your house or, you know, halfway around the world. Okay, so what is the it's like? Probably, what's the top question you get the most as of right now? Um, I, I wouldn't say that. I think a better. Uh, uh, let me just launch into kind of what I had in my head. How about that? Um, no, <laughs> too late. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take control <laughs> of the situation. Do it. Um, it's it's uh, safety and comfort is are your yes are your priorities you know uh a lot of the stuff we do can be dangerous um we're around water all the time or snakes uh in your case or wherever we happen to be so safety is paramount uh and then keeping the kids comfortable so and i think a lot of it is you have to find your own personal boundaries um we started taking our kids rafting in class three whitewater when they were six months old you know, um, and I think, yeah, and, and, and in my mind, yeah, I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm ever totally in control, but I think I'm pretty damn well in control. And, uh, so I think it was a safe environment where other people would think that's absolutely nuts and you should never do that with your kid when they're that little or whatever and, and put them in that situation. But, um, I think if you approach it in the right way, then, then it's totally fine. And, and it was for us, you know, it was, and it was great. Those kids have grown up rafting whitewater, you know, and, and being on the river. Yeah. 
so what is a real quick and or quickly for those of us who live in the southern the south what the hell does class three even mean you know that's a good question i don't know if i could really define it but so white water or rivers uh, uh are generally designated class one through five and class one is literally like flat water mm-hmm. uh just slow moving yeah just, just easy stuff yeah like a swimming pool uh class two it has some ripples and waves some choppy water and then class three has uh stuff that can kill you uh it has bigger waves um maybe up to like five or six feet and then rocks and obstacles you know so something that designates the difficulty could be it could be waves or it could be rocks uh or just general challenges and then it could four is pretty serious shit and then five like is like crazy man whitewater style and you gotta have a helmet. And yeah, all that jazz. absolutely. Like the crazy shit. Yeah, okay. like I would. I hope to God I never run a class five. And when I and when I run a class four, which I've done a few times, I'm I'm pretty puckered up. Um, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a whitewater guy. You know. Uh, so class three, absolutely. Um, if you if you fuck up, you can die. Like no doubt. I mean, if you fuck up in class two, you can die. But uh, we definitely yeah. take it very seriously. So we're talking about big waves and rocks and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, life jackets are mandatory and, uh, safety briefings, safety equipment, like in our particular case, it's, uh, like throw bags. I showed you the throw bag in my boat, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. like, I had a little safety talk with you right at the beginning, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But you're doing that with your children. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to do it with them every day now. They, they know, but, uh, sure. it's just, um, it's just taking shit seriously and knowing that shit can go sideways really, really fast. Um, but that's what I'm, I feel like I'm talking to rafting specific and your vast audience of 12 might not be able to relate to that. Um, None of them can. Yeah. But I think it just a safe, having <laughs> just a, say I'll live here. Yeah. Having a, a safety first mindset in general is, mm-hmm. is good. Um, but it's tough. It's a tough call between being a helicopter parent and, you know, letting your kids, uh, take some risks, you know? So it, yeah, it's a personal decision for everyone in a lot of ways. Um, well, I think that people, well, they just got to keep in mind, like you, you're, I think it's okay. One, you shouldn't be, it's, it kind of drives me nuts when people or parents judge other parents when, like, yeah, to me, I would never take my kids on a class three because I don't even know what a class three is. Yeah. I don't go through it. I don't have that experience. Right. I don't think that's outrageous at all for you and your wife. Y'all have had and been around and you've literally worked on rivers yeah, for this is what we do. many years. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, it. you know, you're, that's like, I don't know. That's, that's like when someone tells me like, you shouldn't teach your kids how to take your kids shooting. It's like, yeah. Uh, well, I know how to shoot. Like I'm, I'm okay with, and it's very serious. We take, it's obviously safety first and, and it's a big deal, but I have that experience to be able to teach them that. That's a really good comparison or analogy. Um, yeah. Like I, I would not be confident with my kids and me handling firearms. Cause I'm not very confident with it. <laughs> you know? Sure, exactly. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like my oldest, he's seven, he has friends that are, uh, like what's his name's about to get his first 22, you know, and, and mm-hmm. it's his buddy. So um, I think that's a, that's a really good analogy. And 
And as long as you, as the parent, are confident in your abilities, then then you can uh, you know pursue that activity and and teach your kid appropriately, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I just I just think safety should be fucking number one, no matter what you're doing. Uh, absolutely, and I feel like what you said about water, uh, water is a big one. Obviously, uh, my wife was a pediatric ICU nurse for a very long time, for about eight eight years, and so. I mean, drowning is the number one reason for children under children under the age of I think eight or ten. Sure, is the number one uh, cause of death. Yeah. Um, and I feel like everybody I know, especially here in Texas, because it's hot. If you're going to camp, it's going to be with, around water. Sure, because it's so you can go swim, you can do whatever you want. So, um, or rivers. And so I think that that's something that I mean we take very serious. My wife takes very serious. So, um, you know, that can never be. You want to be, I mean, obviously you want to make sure that they're safe or that they're not, that they're still having fun, but I don't know. You can't be an idiot about it. So, so let me ask you this. <laughs> I, I actually just had this conversation with my wife tonight, um, like an hour ago. Um, she was at a thing uh, in town and it's based, well, at Hideaway Park, right where you uh-huh. stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a beer festival there and some friends of ours were Great. just letting their kids just run. And their kids were, uh, I guess, like nine and five, maybe something like that. Yeah, nine and five, boy and girl. And they were just like they had free run of the place. And uh, my wife did not necessarily agree with that attitude, and did not let our kids have free run of the place. And talking with her, I agreed with it. No, I didn't. I didn't want my kids just running around. I wasn't there, but I didn't want my my kids just running around there, but they were okay with it. The, the our friends, parents, or the mm-hmm. yeah them. So everyone has their own s- standard of what is safe yeah. and what is not. And then she, so she's like, so what? What age do we just let them running around, run, run around on their own? I said, well, it's it's all relative. If you're at a yeah. campground, sure, let them ride their bikes around the campground with the other kids. If they're at a beer festival in town maybe rein them in a little bit. (laughs) So it it all just depends and there's no right or wrong. And every parent has their own uh, set of rules and every situation dictates a different set of rules. Yeah, I agree. And your kids do too. Like the maturity level of each child. Yeah. Like my daughter is basically, she's, she's eight and a half going on like a hundred, like 17, 18. I feel like she's smarter than me already. Right. There's a, oh, the dog. Oh, my dog. I saw him in the background. Oh my God almighty, what was that noise? Um, so, like, I feel like she can handle a lot now. She's still eight and a half. I would be, you're right. And I agree with you and your wife on, on the beer festival, especially if there's more, like, a big crowd because it's easier to just to get lost yeah. in the crowd, whether the kid means to or somebody can just walk away with them. And exactly, exactly. No one's paying attention. You can't, right. it's too much. Right. Um Generally speaking, at a campground or, you know, man, we were at a, so we went to um, shitballs, what is it called, over in Oklahoma, Broken Bow, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and we were camping there. So we're tent camping. And I still don't know what they were doing, but we saw, we, I mean, we let them, there's, not, there's almost no one there. There was a park. We let them play in the park. We let them run around because we could easily see them, one. And two, 
There is no one there. No big deal. Right. But then we were there for two nights. It was our first attempt at like a two-night camping deal with them. And we just do a tent. And so, but there was this old couple, like really old couple and an old beat-up red Ford. And it would just slowly drive by. And there was no, it was a dead end. Like it was a boat ramp. So you would just like where we were staying and then you went like, I don't know, 500 more feet. You went to the boat ramp and then you would just turn around. They would just turn around and go back. They did that like four times in a day. And they weren't camping there. No. Yeah, that's weird. Not that I could find, I couldn't see him. I never saw it parked, and I, but they would just drive through, and I'm like, what the hell are these people? And now, maybe they, I have no idea, but it wasn't, their car's not marked, so they're not employees, at least the, as far as I could tell, and like, I'm, they're not like state park employees or anything, so I don't know, like, that was the only time we were like, all right, let's, let's maybe stay a little closer to It us. wasn't a campground host? I don't know. They didn't talk to us. Yeah. They never said a word to us. They just drove around really slow, staring at us, and then would well, go away. Well, that's so it could have been something suspicious. completely normal. Well, but it was just weird. My first thought is they're just trying to steal shit. But yeah, that's exactly yeah. steal your tent, steal your crap whatever, when you whatever leave. you're leaving around when you're not there. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, your cooler, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, assholes. Yeah. So maybe, I'll, but maybe. other than that, it, was, it felt safe. <laughs> But like yeah, we went, we 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 don't do a lot of camping in campgrounds, but we went to one in uh, like May, and uh, and yeah, we brought the the kids were all riding their bikes around like the campground loop with the other campground kids that had their bikes, you know, and it was yeah, yeah, yeah. and by the end of the two days or three days, like we knew all the other kids' names and yeah, it was, and so in a situation like that, but but we set the boundaries, you know, like. You can go to the dumpster over there and to that tree at that side, and you have to stay in there, you know? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the most part, it was in sight. Actually, no, we let them go loose. We let them climb up on some rocks, but whatever. We could still see them for the most part. I think line, line of sight's always a good thing, right? Yeah, we try to keep line of sight. <laughs> yeah. if, other than that, I'm like, look, if you freaking get wet or you just you want to climb, climbing especially, like if you want to climb on something, yeah. go for it. Yeah. If you get hurt, I don't want to hear you, bitch. Because <laughs> I've told you a million times, you climb that thing and fall. You're gonna, you might fall, and it's gonna suck. And they'll do it anyway. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah. look at that. You <laughs> fell and you, you scraped your knee. Guess who doesn't care? Me. <laughs> Fucking told you. <laughs> yeah, I told you so. I, <laughs> Go talk to your mom. She'll give you a band aid. <laughs> yeah, she's like, where? They're always like, where's mom? I'm like, what are you asking for mom for? Mom doesn't care. Yes, she does. She's got band aids. <laughs> Which actually, great segue. Uh, do you guys ever take like a, a first aid kit or anything? Everywhere. I got, okay. I got 25 first aid kits. I got them all over the place. Yeah. I got one Perfect. that lives in each boat. I got one in the car. I got one in the wife's. Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. See, that's what I've kind of taught some of that to some of my friends that I've got. I've let them or talked them into hiking at least. Oh my God. And so, so I feel like hike, like first aid kits and snacks are like a the must. Snacks, right, is, for, snacks is a big talking point. Yeah. It's so we'll, we'll hit snacks next. So with the first aid, it was just a kid fell and scraped his knee and he freaked out. And his, his mom was actually the one that was, you know, there's always one parent that's a little harder than the other parent. And it was his mom. And she's like, just stand up. Yeah. 
you're a you're a boy and he's like he's the oldest too she's like you're the oldest and you sound like you're the youngest <laughs> <laughs> he was railing him one. i gotta use that one that's yeah. a good one that's a good so she, one. he's like, but it hurt. He's like, she's like, it's not even bleeding. Like it's, it's, it's not even running. There's no blood on your leg. Like it's just red. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Well, it hurt though. So it hurts when I bend it. So we, but I, I was like, I have a band aid. Do you want? It? And she's like, you have a band aid. And I'm like, yeah, I have a first aid kit. Right. She's like, oh, I should probably have one of those. Like, you should definitely have one of those. Did like, you? Have what it in if your it backpack? was a real injury? Come on. Do you have a backpack? on? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's the same back. I don't, like the bag I brought to put in your like dry storage. I like I pretty it. much bring that everywhere I go. Okay. It's a backpack. It's all, I mean, it's just a normal backpack, but it, I do carry first aid kit and some other stuff in there. Right. Um, yeah. I started taking a gun. Mm-hmm. You ever take a gun when you hike? No, I don't own a gun. Okay. So I didn't. Well, I owned a gun, but I didn't take a gun hiking. And then I started taking one. There's a, there's one by our house that's uh, it's called Lake Grapevine. And apparently, my buddy's hiking down there with his kids. And out of nowhere is this, like, massive pit bull dog that just comes out of freaking nowhere. Again, we had the little biteys, not the big ones. Mm-hmm. And this thing, I guess it got loose and was just running through the woods. But it just started. I mean, it didn't do anything. But he Wait, was like, "Still, oh my god, yeah." He he was freaked out. The dogs coming at him. Ends up, I think somebody called it away or whatever. But then, I, so then I started carrying a gun. I'm like, God dang it, stupid. At least that one. Are you carrying like, it on you, like a holster or something? Um, sometimes I carry it in a concealed carry, yeah. um, like in a holster in my belt. Yeah. Uh, but that's also really uncomfortable. So uh-huh. sometimes I just have it in my bag. You know, I've, I, I, you're the first person I've ever heard say that it's uncomfortable. And I've seen some of those shit that people wear. And I'm like, that does, that looks awkward as fuck or just not yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you, so mine is appendix. So it's like right in the front. Okay. Like right under my belly button, essentially. So it is if you go a long hike it's pretty damn uncomfortable or if like you did, have we like did a, some hikes and, a waist strap on a big backpack that's not going to work right no i don't want it out cuz i don't want it to snag and get on stuff I want no but i'm saying if it's in there and you got to put the waist strap like it seems oh, like it would no, go no, no, right yes. over it it's incredibly uncomfortable yeah, that's, that's, i did it once yeah in colorado just cuz of like black bear thing and i'm like oh, crap i don't Dude, I mean, you I do I'll not need to carry a gun for bears when you're in Colorado <laughs> at all. Well, no, you, I did. If you see one, you just go, Bleh! and they're, oh, we saw two fucking bears that day. Holy we shit. did. Yeah. 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 My crazy. kids are still angry about it. <laughs> I swear to God, today, we were at a friend's house today, <laughs> and they were, he it? was like, yes, he was, he said something, he goes, did, did you guys see bears? And they were like, no. But my, my dad. dad did. <laughs> and I was like, God dang it. And they were like, because he was fishing. Yeah. I was like, well, you should have been fishing. See, and those bears don't give a fuck about us. One was eating berries no. and one was just trying to cross the river, dude. Yeah. No, and, they don't care. Yeah. No. And, and it, first of all, it's pretty rare you're going to see one. And usually they're going to be eating trash in a dumpster. And yeah. yeah, no, you just go, boo, and they're, they're gone. Now, I mean, they're black bears. Grizzly bear, I'm sure, is a different story. I don't have a lot of experience there, but no, yeah, yeah they're they're a little creepier. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, it was. I think some of I carried it just in case. Sure. Uh, I think it made my parent. I think it made my wife feel a little more comfortable, sure. more so than anything else. Sure. So I was like, 
because she did. She was like, "Are you gonna carry it?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll carry it." Well, that's so, fine, and especially if you're not real familiar with the scenario. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of like black bears didn't really make me feel that nervous because I I've heard or seen that they're a little more spooked and you can kind of freak them out. But I'm like, just the off chance of I don't know. Oh, you any really any animal and babies. No sure. Thanks. Or you could happen to spook a sow and cubs, and then who knows what the fuck's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more no, scared of you. moose than bears, to be honest with you. Dude, I saw your Instagram thing. That was a little one. That was a little. That's the only time I've ever been charged by an animal. I was in yeah. Wyoming. Me and my cousin got charged by a uh, a cow. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I like. I'm. Oh, it was freaking scary. Uh, we see way more moose than bears, and they're fucking gigantic. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, God, they're dude. huge. And usually when, uh, maybe not always when I see them, but a lot of times you when you see them, they're at close range. Like you come around a corner, like the one you saw the other day on my story. That thing was, I don't know, that one wasn't too close, probably 50 feet away. But a lot of times they're in the willows because that's what they eat. And then we're walking yeah. around in the willows fishing. It's like, oh, shit. You know, there yeah, he there's is. This mo- yeah. <laughs> freaking monster. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, me and my cousin were on a snowmobile. Oh, and we just, I, we turned and where he lives, there's all these willows. Yeah. And we got in between her and the, and her baby. Not good. I don't know what you call them. Cat. No. And we're like, uh, and my cousin's like, oh shit. And he's trying to like reverse the machine. Dude, she started charging us on the machine. She didn't yeah. give two shits. No. And she and we, we finally like so we, quick, so we just, oh, she just, dude. we took off on a, he basically drove it off a ledge right. and smashed my knee pretty good. But other than nice. that, we were fine. You guys were yeah. on those same same sled? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. little. I was oh, okay. probably like fifth grade. Okay. He's about five years older than me. Okay. So, yeah, we were trying to get back to the cabin or to his house. Yeah. And Between the cow and the calf is the last place you want to <laughs> God, <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So, yeah, they scare me way more than anything. So I'll, 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 uh, progress this a little more safety. And I talked about comfort and you mentioned the third one is food. Um, Mm -hmm. let's talk about comfort real quick. And I think that just means being prepared for all the weather, you know, yeah. bring the jacket, bring the extra socks, you know, like we're around water all the time. They're going to get soaked, you know, bring the extra clothes, bring everything you can possibly bring. Um, hats and sunglasses are really important for us. Um, yeah. Hats, just, I don't know, just because. But sunglasses, we if we're fishing, we got hooks flying around everywhere. And mm-hmm. sunglasses are mostly just for eye protection from hooks when we're fishing. See, and I think people completely miss that. Big time, dude. And they it's think so it's important. for the sun. Mm-mm. And it's not for no. the sun. No, they're safety glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's hugely important. And I see pictures of people fishing with their kids all the time when the kids got no glasses on. It's like, oh, man. I mean, I'm a I'm, I'm one branch or who knows what. I mean, it's so unpredictable. The wind, bad casting. I mean, I'm not an awful fisherman and I hook. I mean, I'll, I, I could easily hit or whatever. I took a fly to the sunglasses a month ago, you know. So it happens yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And then more importantly, you give a fly rod to a six-year-old kid and he's waving that thing around, dude. Come on, <laughs> man. Like, I want the glasses. Everyone should have sunglasses, well, like, yes. Dude, I'll see, I'll see, it, I'll see, like, we, we ski a lot and we live right by the ski hill. 
I'll see a family of skiers and it's like mom and dad have helmets on, but the kids don't. It's like, well, what the fuck is up with that? And it's just like same thing with fishing. Like if I want the protection, the kid should have it too. Yeah. You know, it's like, would you wear a life jacket and not your, give your kid a life jacket? Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Put some, put some fucking sunglasses on the kid is the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And a hat if you are liquid paper white like me and my family, <laughs> and I'm assuming Same. your family. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And, I mean, to be honest, if you're – it's probably not a big deal with the kids, but if you're trying to fish and look in the water, having the hat makes a really big difference. Um, so uh, you mentioned extra clothes or extra socks. I would definitely say extra shoes. That yep. was one that I wrote on, especially if you're – like camping, um, oh yeah, or car camping, or where you can bring all the stuff. We'll have the boots and then the flip flops, and then maybe some sneakery type things. But yeah, yeah, our kids live in their muck boots, you know. Like, well, we, I think our first time camping with the kids, uh, when Steven was like actually big enough to like walk, like he was probably four. I had literally just set the hammock up, and I crack open a Miller Light. I have the picture. I, I took a picture and sent it to my buddies, and I'm like, now this is nice. And then, I mean, the second I hit send, I hear like, what? I was like, what the fuck? And my son fell into the lake. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, he just walked backwards. But it was like a, it was like a two-foot drop-off into oh, it for whatever shit. reason. All right. And he just fell in, and my wife caught his arm before he, like, went under. Holy shit. Because she's a hero. Was it and deep there? No, I don't, I think he could have touched. It looked like maybe a foot deep to, it was a weird little, like just right. Like the water had just taken off a little bit of a drop, drop off. Right. Um, but the sucker wasn't even, he wasn't even walking. He's just, he's a boy. And so he's, he was four. So he just found a way to fall. Well, but those are the only sneakers we had. We didn't bring extra shoes. Yeah. Right. So we were like, well, shit. And so we had to, I carried him around while we were, I made a fire to like warm his, socks off or yeah. as dry as shoes out and ever since then man spares we, uh, spare shoes yeah always yeah so and we constantly make fun of him for falling in the lake <laughs> that's awesome we're going to the lake Don't fall in. <laughs> so uh, not yes, really on the topic constant. of clothes but um i just that story made me think of something we were recently in uh south carolina and we were at the beach and the kids were all swimming in the ocean and the ocean in South Carolina is pretty brown, you know, like it's not clear water. Mm-hmm. And so the whole right. time my wife and I were trying to figure out like, you know, what's our level of supervision here? Are we going to let the big one be out there by himself and for how long and for how far away? Because there was strong current and they get, kept getting uh, swept away. But I had a conversation with my oldest, Gregory, and I'm like, I'm like, how, how do you feel out there? You know, because he's, he's seven um, he's not a super strong swimmer cause it's pretty tough to keep, teach kids to swim around here. But right. I'm like, you know, how do you feel? Like, are you confident? Are you getting beat up by the waves? Cause if you go under, we are not going to find you. Like that was what I was trying to tell him. Like, <laughs> like look in the water. Like if you go under, you're gone. Like I can't come get you. We're not going to find you. And I could see the wheels turning and he like understood I think what the, the gravity of the situation. 
At the very least, you scared the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, but, good. Yeah, but 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 he was fine, and he's like, "No, Dad, I'm I'm good." So we we let him go, and and it was fine. But we definitely had a moment as parents there. We're like, mm, you know, how are we going to handle this? And I was yeah. like, well, I'm going to fucking talk to him. That's how I'm going to handle it. Yeah, yeah, and see how he feels, and tell him how I feel, and then we'll go through it. You know. So, so we talked about with our kids a little bit, and we were at Gulf Shores last year. And, um, they have, we like Gulf Shores, I've been going there my whole life and they get some pretty serious riptides out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. It'll just kind of suck you out. We, and so we, we talked about that too. Mm-hmm. And that's just, just the whole, like, try to plan it. Right. Like think it goes along with like the safety, like talk to your children about, and I don't care how old they are. You just talk to them about like, Hey, if this happens, like, what do you do if this happens? Yes. It's just like freaking stranger danger. What do you do if someone comes up to you and is like, your mommy told me to come get you. And right. Like, no, don't do that. Like just thinking ahead and just telling, walk, talking them through it, walking them through, like, what do you do if you do this? What do you do if you do this? And, this happens. Whatever. And you have to lay out the dangers without scaring them too much. You know? Right. You want to scare them a little. Yeah. But not, too much. But not so much that they want to sit next to you and they're like, I'm yeah. not going to that damn water. Yeah. It's like, or no, not, dude, we're at the beach. Yeah, or yeah, not get in the water or not get on the boat because of all the scary things that can happen. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. So it's a fine line, man. And I think you know, there's there's no right or wrong answer for everybody. Um, next, food. You go first. Uh, yes. You go first. Uh, so we bring a lot of like granola bars that they like. Um, we bring, um, try to bring some candy, like snacks or, uh, like chocolate. Definitely. Um, and then we try to do, um, like things with substance and then things with not so much substance, but just make them happy. Right. So snack, like candy, chocolate, and then like granola bars, trail mix or something that we might, or, uh, and then they do the apple, we call them apple squeezies. I don't know what they're. I know what you're talking about. It's like apple sauce thing. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, and then, um. Fruit snacks, yeah, because we're Americans. Yeah, we're on, dude. I I ate a giant package of those myself the other day. Shit. Not mean, the little one package. It was like the big package. I got it. Oh, nice. Yeah, but nice. We're totally on the same page there. But I think number one, first and foremost for us, is quantity. Just bring a shitload of it, whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah. it is. Bring a shitload of it. Um, but like you said, some stuff with substance uh snacky stuff um and then the, you mentioned candy and i mean as awful as it is to say i like to bring a bunch of candy for them because it makes them happy especially if mm-hmm. shit if shit goes south and someone's having a meltdown or whatever um candy helps a lot and i i wasn't big on that until i did some stuff in uh in south florida with a friend of mine i took gregory down there when he was like four or five and we fished with my buddy Colin and his son Cooper, who was a year older, they fished us for four days. It was like all about the kids. And every time we went somewhere to get supplies, Colin would be like, go in the store, get a fuckload of candy. I don't care what it is. <laughs> just get a shitload of candy. And, 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 and I learned the value of the candy on that trip. Cause when, yeah, when things weren't going right or anytime it was down, it's like, Hey, you want to fucking Skittles? Oh yeah. You know, like it just changed everything. So, um, healthy amounts of candy. And it's, and it's one of those times like, you know, a screen time with kids, you save the screen time for when you really need it. Maybe, 
and it's like you save yeah, the candy yeah. for when you really need it. That is one of those times when you're out there doing the fun stuff and maybe things aren't going so great. That's the time for the candy, you know? So you can adjust. Oh, absolutely. It, you know, freaking yeah. weather rolls in. Yeah. It starts getting cold, wet or whatever. And it's like, or that is the moment where it's like, I have a snicker bar. That, yes. That is kind of, that's really why I have all the candy, but also, Hey, it's a beautiful fucking sunny day. We're all having a great time. You want some fucking candy? (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's spoil you a little bit. How about some candy, dude? Like, I'm gonna have another beer. You have some candy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So, it works both ways there. (laughs) It's a little treat. So I I love uh, the snacks. Is so I I agree with you. The and the quantity is a great point. That's a great point. Um, The last thing I wanted to like kind of go over is like how how do you or how I know you guys started super super early so it may not be as applicable but like what advice and I've got some stuff I'll say too but what advice do you have for people let's say that their their kids are our kids ages so my kids are eight and six mm-hmm. yours are seven and five seven and four right Se- yeah seven and four very comparable you though. did it the smarter way you did three years. Should have done. We tried. That was the plan. Was three. It didn't work out great. Um, you guys had a plan. What? <laughs> yeah, we, we thought it out for like a day. Yeah, same. And then the next day, she's like, "Oh well, never mind. I'm pregnant." Right. Um. So we, like, how would you suggest that people kind of like get into it? So let's say any people that listen to it now, they want to hike, camp, do whatever. That's a good question. You you start small and and work your way up. Um. You okay. know, start with a half mile hike. And then work your yeah. way up. Um, you know, my my brother asked me recently, he's like, hey, I want to get a boat. He's talking about getting like a bay boat and stuff. I'm like, how about you start with a canoe? You know, mm-hmm. like see if the kids even like a boat. You don't even yeah. know how to operate a boat. You know, <laughs> start, yeah. start with a canoe, work your way up. Um, so sim- and it's whatever you want to do with your kids. Start Start small and see if it's going to fly at all. Um, mm-hmm. and this, this actually brings up a good point that I, we should have mentioned way earlier. Be, you gotta be ready to bail at any time, you know, yeah. um, you have to be ready to pull the plug and just say, Nope, this isn't working. We're done. Um, you know, and, and uh, a lot of situations you don't want to do that. Maybe you're, you know, 500 miles from home, you drove all the way there. Or like in our case, we're, two days into a four day river trip. Like there is no going home, but, um, <laughs> but you have to have some sort of contingency plan there. Um, yeah. But, but to answer your question, it's, it's, it starts small and work your way up. Don't, don't go for the, the big expedition right off the bat. Um, it's going to take time. Shit's going to go South. Kids are going to freak out. Uh, mom and dad are going to fight, you know, because of the stress of, of dealing with it all. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And just, and, and I that, mean, never mind. No, that's never happened. No, right. And that's another good point is be nice to your spouse through all this because it can, mm-hmm. can be pretty stressful sometimes. Um, so, amen. Yeah. Luckily, I just get to, I'm like, I got to row the boat. You do everything else. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have, a, I have an easy out, but, um, uh, there's, there's I really, get an easy out like when we're setting up camp. Yeah, that's about all I get. Like right. I'm gonna do the tent this and is all me. the hammocks and all the things. Yeah, this is my thing. You just keep them away from me for like right. 
well, four hours and, or however long I can stretch it. Well, that, that brings up another good point is we talked about communication with kids, but communication with your spouse is pretty important too. Um, obviously in a lot of things, but set clear expectations. We will divide up jobs. I, I am a total asshole at the boat ramp with my family. Like I fucking hate the boat ramp. So my wife is like, listen, tell me what to do and tell me what you don't like. She needs, she wants shit spelled out very clearly. And, yes. um, and she's like, do not rush me. And so she, she, I set my expectations and she sets her, mine are, I want you to take care of the kids and hers are, do not rush me, you know, and a couple other things. Um, so don't be a dick. Yeah. You don't dick? be a dick. That, that's the main one. But clear, set clear expectations and communicate with all parties involved. Yeah, you know it's 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 very important. Um, you can't just if you go into it like winging it and just like oh it'll work itself out, that ain't gonna fucking happen. You know. No, and I think uh, so. Mine was I, that's definitely one of mine was just gonna start out. You know, don't go for like the three night camping trip thing or whatever. Um, so we started in our backyard. Uh, we did one night over. Perfect. We just made the tent. Perfect. You know, set it up in the backyard. My kids were tiny. We have super cute videos because my daughter insisted that we bring in her scooter in case it rained. She's like three and it was new. And she's like, That's what if good. it rains outside? I was like, it's not going to rain. She's like, but what if it does? And I'm like, bring the damn thing in the coo- just do cool. It, That's awesome. Yeah. Just yeah. Do it. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Uh, we've even done some because uh, we had a couple camping trip things that we had reserved, like a little camping spot, and it got canceled because the weather just came in, lightning and everything else. So we camped inside. We just moved all the furniture in the living room, put a tent. We slept in our beds, but the kids slept in that well, and made like a 50-foot pallet thing, just super thick yeah, and yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man, they slept in like babies. For the, for the backyard camping, did they make it through the night? They did. They, they didn't. Yes. Yeah. I, I was like, usually they just bail halfway through, you know, like, oh, I'm no, no. They, that's what we were ready. Steven, it was his first night he's ever slept outside of a crib. Oh, wow. He was so little. Wow. And we didn't even think about it. And we were like, oh, my God, he's never even been out of a crib. He doesn't, he doesn't he, know what's going on. He's so small. No, yeah. he woke up at one point. He, like, just walked around. Like, he didn't know. He's like, what? We were like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't ah, know. Ah, and he's just like, like, he, there's no walls. So he didn't know what to do. And we finally just grabbed him, put him back in the sleeping bag, and he just passed back out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, So that's, I think that's, starting that's, small, like, that's a it – it's, it's good for the kids. And they kind of get to, like – the rules of like, no, you sleep in the tent. Yeah. It's like a soft opening, in bag. you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it worked great. That, and that's, that's a fantastic is yeah. Start in the backyard. That's a great idea, man. And I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan actually, but right now I'm a huge fan of car camping. Oh yeah. We do that all the time. So man, just go out, take your tent. If you're going to do a tent, whatever, but like you can take, even if it's just you and your wife, but we take at least half of our house right. <laughs> in the truck. Right. Right. Just because we can. Renee's like, do we need this hatch? Do we need this full axe? Uh, sure. I don't know, but it fits in the truck. Yeah, so let's do it. It'll fit. You know? So bring it. Yeah. I don't see why we're going to need it, but let's, we're definitely bringing it. Well, you're just, you're, you're in the precursor stages to getting a camper or an RV right now. That's what's going on. But I don't want one 
other than a sprinter van. Yeah. Well, that, um, that, that was it. It's it, well, that that's your camper. Yeah. Cause you, so, you're, you're, you're not going to go back to the backpacking minimalism. You're going to, you're, you're, you have my syndrome. Let's bring more shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I have actually, this is my plan. Uh, my wife's kind of on board. I'm on board cause it's my plan. And then like, we're starting to work with the kids where, um, now that they're getting older, they can kind of carry some stuff Yeah, is okay. Now we're going to like, I think the next trip. So we did that two day one and then it got too hot down here. But the next thing is like, we're only going to take what's in our backpacks mm-hmm. because they bring like 15 stuffed animals. And yeah. it's like, you can't bring, cause I do at some point as they get a little older, I want to be able to go out and do like section hikes yeah, or sure. just something, maybe not even that. I mean, eventually maybe that too, but Hey, let's go hike in five miles. Right. And stay we, for so we two can't or three take, days. Yeah, yeah. And stay a couple days. Yeah. So we can't take everything in the truck. Right. So I've kind of gotten my pack down where I it's not a light pack by any means, but I can still take everything I need and then go. Um, and then so now our goal is to try to get my kids kind of on on that. Right. Level, which will take time. I mean, again, they're they're young, so we're not too. Well, it's, I'm it's, not too worried. You're never going to dial it in. It's a con- continuously evolving thing. You know, you'll never get it's it just dialed. So fun. Yeah. I don't know why that's fun, but it's fun to me. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. Are you a gear nerd like that? Not a hundred percent, but sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I. You know what I? I know I am. I like survival stuff. Okay. Like bushcraft a little bit, not so, all the way. So there's always a new toy or gadget that you're coming across. And you're like, ooh, that'd be cool, right? Sometimes. Yeah. Well, unless it, so I'm not to that point where I want it to make sense. Um, so if I do get stuff, like right now the only stuff I have are like things that are survival crap slash hiking. Like sure. a water filter. Yeah. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I can use that anywhere. Right. And, uh. Oh, that was actually one thing I was going to say other than snacks was water. What do you guys do about water? Uh, bring lots of it. Yeah. 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 Um, and do, you ever have, do you have a water filter in case? No, because, you... dude, I don't do a lot of that, uh, you know, lightweight stuff. We're, we're car camping or we're in a mm-hmm. big-ass raft and we can carry a ton of shit. Um, okay. Or, or we're hiking maybe and have a backpack. But, no um, – Lots of water bottles for sure. So, I mean, when we're doing our big stuff, I have like these big water jugs that we bring in the boat and stuff. But, um, but if we're just out for a little excursion, yeah, just plenty of water. They go in there. Yeah. It goes in there with the snacks, you know, and sunscreen and bug spray and an extra hat buffs for their neck. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it never ends. I would say, uh, okay, so what else would you do besides starting small, going big? You got anything else as far as just advice for people? Make it fun. Um, you got to make it fun. Uh, yeah, well, we said be ready to bail. That's an important one too, but you got to make it fun. And, I mean, we talk about the dumbest shit when we're out there. Like, oh, they're making shit up about squirrels. Or I'll just point over there and be like, did you see the coyote? And there was no fucking coyote over there. You know, <laughs> but, it, but it, it, but it keeps them from hitting each other for five minutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's, you know, same kind of shit I do around the house, but it's just out in nature, distraction and diversion. <laughs> <laughs> so. But no, make, make it fun. It has to be fun. I mean, if it's not fun, they're not going to want to come back. 
and and the make it fun is a is a vague statement and that because it could mean a lot of different things for what you're doing or who you're with or or what who the kids are um but that should be maybe number two behind safety you know yeah i agree i think um so i call it i didn't come up with this i actually got it from a preacher who was telling a story about him taking his son and how strict his dad was growing up so he calls it laying the yes down okay so he's like we're on our way and and we basically, so I do that as much as I can on vacations and on like camping trips, stuff like that, or hiking. So it's like, we're going on the way. We'd stop at a gas station. Dad, can I get some candy before? Yep. Yeah, Yeah, you can. Yeah. What kind of candy? I don't care. Whatever Whatever candy you want. Yeah. We get to the camp. I try really hard where they're like, Hey, can I run into that lake with my clothes on? (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah you can that's what you want to do exactly you've got extra clothes sure t- try it out yeah. hey can i climb that tree yeah but if you fall out i don't want to hear you bitch right <laughs> but i try really hard not to say no to like unless it's just outrageous right. obviously if they're like hey can i eat that scorpion i'm like right. no no you can't <laughs> we have to cook it first um but it's just I try, I don't want them to, it, it, it doesn't need to be like a, like a thing where we go out and then we, they just get fucking barked at the whole time, right. like what to do and not to do. Now it's obviously safety on a boat, like little things I could, obviously it's, I'm still a parent, but if they're just randomly like, oh my, I mean, we went and I bring a uh, baseball gloves Sure. and my son's like, Hey, do you want to throw the fo- baseball? And I don't want to throw the baseball. Yeah. I want to sit and I want to drink a beer and I want to just enjoy the quiet. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I want to, I want to throw the baseball. That's what I want to do. I just set the entire camp up. I finally sit down and stop moving for three hours. That's exactly what I want to do. I yeah. want to throw the baseball. Yeah. I just try laying the yes down on those things because that's just, for them, then it's fun. If they're just getting bitched at the whole time and they can't do anything, it's they're not going to want to go back. Well, and you're not doing this for you, you know. You're doing exactly. this for right. them, you know. And, and it's like, um, from my standpoint, like, uh, you know how many fish I catch when I'm on the river with my kids? Fucking none, <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's not about Ben going fishing. It, it's yeah. about showing them stuff. You know, so and that's hard. Yeah, but it's you know that's these are the sacrifices that we chose to make. One hundred percent. No, yeah. I'm not saying we're not. It's not wrong. It's but it is hard. It's not it like is. like for me, I struggle hard on the fishing because I don't get to fish a lot either. Right. So right. I'm like, ah. yeah. But you're right, and I don't want them to hate fishing. And I've done it. Right. I did it last during the COVID when I didn't have anything else to do going on. They fished a lot, and we loved it. And then. We weren't catching as many fish because the season got hotter and I still wanted to keep fishing. So I, I made them stay there longer than I should have. Right? right. And that's, that's me being an idiot. So it's just, it, but it's hard when you, you get out there, you get tired, you want to do, you want to just sit down right. and you got to remember that like you are doing it for them. Yeah. This is not just a, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, that's not a solo camping trip. I'm, I'm here with my kids. No, you're there specifically to show them what this is all about and, and that it's fun. <laughs> right. And it doesn't suck. Right. This is actually fun. <laughs> like you're going to want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but I struggle with it too, man. And I mean, thank God my wife's a lot better at that kind of shit than, than I am. I'll, yeah. I, I have a much, uh, a much shorter fuse or much less patience with that kind of thing 
Like, man, you're like, oh, I just set up camp and I just want to have a beer and you want to throw the baseball. I would be like, oh my God, no. I like, I might've said no to that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's not like I don't ever say no, no I'm just, I, I, but I yeah. try cognitively to yes. be like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to get, yeah, I don't know. You can go down that road of like, you're not going to get your kid asking those kind of things for ever anyway. So, so might as well just do it. Um, in today is what's today, Sunday on Wednesday, I'm taking my two boys camping by myself for three days. And God bless you. It's I, I've done this one time and it's now is going to be the second annual trip. Um, uh, and I did it last year and it was, it was very difficult. And, uh, <laughs> and so I've, I've been like psyching myself up for like two weeks about what I have to do in a few days. And it's, uh, cause it's going to be, it's going to be hard, man. Cause usually I have my wife there to pick up a lot of the slack, probably mm-hmm. most of the slack for, for the parenting yes. side. Usually I'm doing the stuff. She's doing the parenting, you know, like, of course, yeah, yeah. that's how our relationship is. But, um, so I've got to do all that shit and keep these boys happy. And we've got to catch fish and I've got to cook the dude. So last year it was, they were, they were six and three with the little, no, it was the big one woke me up at three in the morning and says, dad, I got to take a shit. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> God damn it. And I had a little potty for the little one, Lee, he was three. So I had a little potty and we had like a little shelter over there. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take him to shit in the potty and I'll clean it up in the morning. You know, a lot of times we'll shit in the bushes and bury it or something. He's yeah, like, yeah. all right, he's going to shit in the potty. But we had to get out of the tent. So I'm like, I can't leave his little brother here because I know he's going to wake up and freak the fuck out because I'm not oh, there. God, yeah. And so I had to wake up Lee and bring him over there so Gregory could go take a shit at three in the morning. And it's like, <laughs> do you think I wanted to be doing that right about that? And yeah, definitely, definitely not. But these are the sacrifices we chose to make. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to tattoo that on myself in somewhere. <laughs> These are the sacrifices I chose to make. Yeah. So like, yeah, the last two weeks I've just been like, man, do I really want to take these fucking kids? Oh, yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> so, so what I, I do wait, I got, I got my, uh, I will be out in the woods, but I can text through my garment in reach. I'm going to fucking text you at three in the morning and yes. just let you know we didn't have to take a shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great to me. We did that. Uh, we had one um, the last time. The last time we camped here. Oh, I do have this. Kind of goes with safety and all the other crap. Um, and comfort, more comfort than anything. Uh, make sure it's not too warm in Texas. Here, we we went and we did May, and we it was in May sometime, and we. It was really windy, so I thought we'd be good. Yeah. So, one, I figured out that my tent is really good against the wind. Yeah, I right. mean, no fucking airflow comes in at all. <laughs> and so it was so damn hot. I couldn't sleep for shit because I'm a hot sleeper, and so is my daughter. So me and her is just sitting there wide awake, uh. miserable. And then um, we ended up having a spider come over. It was sitting on the screen yeah. underneath the, the rain fly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like this, 
it looked like a brown recluse, but five times bigger. It's yeah. way too big. Just yeah. this gnarly, tan, nasty. My God, my daughter still talk, talks about it, actually. So she woke up later, and we, I, we now know, I think it's because of, like, anxiety, but she, later that night, we finally got everybody to sleep. It's probably 2, 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, somewhere around there, and she just goes, Dad, she's sleeping next to me, and I'm like, what? And she's like, I'm going to throw up. And I was like, What? And we just shot out of the bed and then or out of the covers, ripped the freaking tent open and just stuck her head out there. And she just puked everywhere. Yeah, there you and, go. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was nothing we I couldn't get out of the tent. I'm like, just don't throw up in the tent. Don't throw up in the tent. Yeah. Like, trying to find the damn zipper, fly it open. Just, dude, it was scary Good as job. hell. Good like, job just, making it out of the tent. <laughs> dude, I, have, I was like, all I could think of is like, it's four in the morning. I'm gonna have to clean up puke all out of like a sleeping bag Dude. and a tent and everything else, and try to pack it all up. Ugh. Uh, it's like, no, baby, you can just make it out of the tent. Yeah, I was I was on a trip recently where some adults had some similar issues due to al- alcohol, <laughs> and they're grown ass men. It's like, really, you, you puked in your tent, huh? All right, so um, way to go, guy. So on the tent note. Um, I'm a super stickler about the damn zipper on the tent. Keep they have to zip it closed all the way, or else you're gonna get oh my god bugs yes. in there. Like I am yes. so hard on them about that, and I just I can't get over it. And then like I hate getting dirt in the tent, but I've just resigned myself to the fact that it's gonna happen with the kids. So I kind of yeah, yeah. I personally mentally struggle with that one, like shoes and shit <laughs> in the tent. But I'm just like, all right, I can suck that one up. Like the tent's gonna get nasty, but the the zipper, you got to keep that baby closed, man. I I see that's. I don't give many slack on that one. That is the advantage of one with having my wife there because she is, she does good camping. Not a fan of bugs, any bugs. So and really, it's all spiders. Everything's about spiders in my family. Sure. So. You know, I all I said was, look, if we don't keep the zipper closed, spiders gets in your bed. Boom. You want you like spiders in your sleeping bag? No. no. Then keep the damn thing closed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all we got to do. <laughs> right. But she she polices it. But that's another huge advantage of having a daughter because my daughter is she will become OCD where she will go back and check the like she checks it after my son because my son doesn't give two yeah. shits about anything. Right. He's just having fun. He's just like. He's super door. Why yeah. do we even have this door here? Why don't you just yeah. leave it open? <laughs> it's so awesome in here. I'm gonna sleep outside, and it's like, but she's like, no, you, Stephen, close the tent, take your shoes off, do this, do that, like, because she just wants her stuff nice and clean. And I'm like, all right, that's that's the girls are better. Yeah, I don't have that, that for sure. Yeah, my wife Dude. doesn't leave the or close the screen either. So, oh, yeah, see, no, that I'm no. I'm the only one that cares about that one in my family. So I have to no, that. No, I don't want mosquitoes. My thing is mosquitoes. Yeah. You, I don't want freaking mosquitoes eating my face no. while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, no. But, and I, oh, well, we, kill me. I just, talking about, we have, it made me realize, we have the same issue with the doors in our house. Like, nobody knows how to close the front and back doors, except for me. <laughs> so, but I don't know why the tent would be any different. That's true. <laughs> it all starts somewhere. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just it's just our other house that they leave the doors open. Uh, how big is your tent? Um, this has nothing to do with anything. No, yeah, uh, I got I got one from Mountain Hardware a couple of years ago. That is a six person tent. Um, mm. You know, general rule of tents is, is you got to add it. Like they say, it's a three person 
no, it's going to be a two person, you know? Correct. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think it's a six person tent, but, uh, damn it. It's called the mountain hardware optic. I think it's a badass tent, dude. It was only like $400, which I mean, yeah. for a tent that big is pretty cheap. Um, but, I know that's what, so somebody, people are going to hear that. And they're gonna be like, what? No, dude, but, the, the comparable tents are 800, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah, can, that's not bad. I can stand up in it. Um, you uh, can stand up in it. Oh yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super tall. I'm five ten on a good day. Uh, but I mean, it's over six feet tall in the middle. Wow. Um, but, uh, it's fantastic. The, the only thing that's bad is the, uh, the footprints a little fucked up, like, we have to put a tarp in the vestibule because the footprint doesn't really cover it, but it's, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just kind of a basic dome. It's not really a dome, but some are kind of longer and skinnier, you know, I don't know. I'm not explaining it very well, uh -huh, but yeah. it's, it's a badass tent and, uh, we found it online and bought it. I mean, oh, we've been very happy with it and, and, and it's how, how much does it weigh? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Um, 20 like, is it pretty heavy to, to like backpack with or oh, is it you're just not backpacking with it okay all right no, that's it's what the I'm size of a right. backpack yeah no you're yeah, not okay you're not backpacking <laughs> with it at all no all right. um <clears throat> no probably no you're not backpacking with it but it doesn't matter good no this is car camping and rafting um, gotcha all right and typically it's uh the four of us my wife and the two kids and then late or we do a lot of stuff with my mom she loves the boat mm -hmm. stuff and she used to bring her own tent and do her own program. And then we're, we're like, fuck that. Just sleep in our tent. So now there are three adults and two kids in there and we've got tons of room. It's, it's, nice. it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's been fabulous for us. Yeah. It's a nice tent. We've got a little four person, uh, Nemo tent and it's, I mean, it's a nice tent. It's just, it's not very big. Um, so we put a lot of stuff under the vestibules outside Yeah, and then, which is fine. I don't really mind it. Um, but in it's, it's just, it's really nice. And again, it's really great when it's cold outside. <laughs> if it is hot outside, not a good time. There tent. is no air penetration at all. <laughs> no, there wasn't. Yeah. And, uh, in the warmer weather, we, there, we notice a lot more bugs. My, well, my kids and my, my wife, a lot of so, more spiders. So is it not, is it, is it not screened? Like it the, is the panels are screen or they're fully enclosed. Uh, no, they're fully enclosed except for the top, like foot and a half and that there's a screen and that's up screened. There. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ours, like most of the tents that I, if I'm like by myself, I have four season tents where they have screens that zip up and everything's fully enclosed. Like the screens have panels and there's no screen anywhere, but our family tent is almost half of it is just a screen wall. Yes. So it's only, it's only appropriate for warmer weather. Um, so yeah, it's, but you've got a rain fly on it too, yes, right? Yes, exactly. And so that keeps it pretty warm. Big time. Yeah. And we have burly sleeping bags. Um, so that yeah. goes along with comfort and clothes. Like we sleep in zero degree sleeping bags in the summer, you know? See, that's, I'm glad you said that. I did have that written down. Um, I would go to REI or somewhere. Like we went to REI and found kids sleeping bags. Yeah, that's they were I have, pretty legit. I have not done that, and I and I should because ours and we, they weren't that expensive. Yeah, yeah, um, I should do that. And I know uh, Big Agnes, it, which which is like a uh -huh. premium sleeping bag. They make kid sized ones, 
Um, yeah. But yeah, we sleep in warm sleeping bags because it's 40 degrees at night here in yeah. the summertime, you know, so you got to be warm. Uh, but the rain fly over top does add some warmth. Um, so yeah, we're styling with that tent. Dude, you got to get a bigger tent, man. Yeah. Yeah, you, we're going to get a bigger tent. The tent. I'll send you a link to the one I have. Uh, the tent needs to be the palace. It needs to be the home base. Like when it's shitty outside, we're hanging out and partying in there, you know, because there is nowhere yeah, else to go. Yeah, we don't party in that bad boy. Yeah, you can't. A four-person tent? No, it's tent? too tiny. Yeah, no, man. No, you got you to gotta go big on that one. But at the same, like you're not going to backpack with it. You know, but it, no, 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 no. We, and so, and we haven't either. So the, I mean, it's good to have the four person. So when we do backpack, I can probably bring it. Yeah. You can but really, honestly, what I've been thinking is by the time my kids are older, I'm going to make their little asses carry their own tent. Right. Right. And those two can sleep in a tent. Me and my wife right. can sleep in a tent. Yeah. But I, at the I, same time, you should get the big one for the car camping. hundred yeah. percent. All right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And cause we usually take the dog and the yeah. dog is bigger than both the children. Right. Right. Because right. he's a hundred, yeah. he's a hundred pound German Shepherd. Yeah. So he's, yeah. Oh, that was another thing. In that hot, that warm day, definitely had a dog in it as well. Mm. So him just breathing on me, because he's hot too. Nice. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm about to murder somebody in my own tent. You're making camping in Texas sound real appealing. <laughs> it is awesome. Yeah, in the winter, like fall winter spring like when it's cold yeah. if it, and i've told people that they're like wow it's so cold i'm like no, 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 great. no. I, I believe that that's when you want to go because yeah. at night you can sleep good you get the good tent and that's why i tell people all the time is just go get a decent sleep bag for your kids don't right. get a like 30 degree crap from walmart like go to rei or go somewhere a little bit spend your 75 bucks on a tent, on a thing, because there's just like I think ten, ten degree, uh, what zero? They might be zero. I don't know. They're thick as hell. Same and shit. then, and my wife's is really warm. What are yeah. you using for pads? But just spend the extra money on that stuff. What are you using for a pad? Oh, that's a, so I've got. Uh, I sleep on a um, shit ball. Uh, it's a Nemo uh, blow up one. So it's me inflatable. and my wife both have those. Okay. So I have two, yeah, two inflatables, and then I put a the zig the zigzag ones. Yeah, they're yeah. sleeping on those. Yeah, okay, all right. Um, just because they're they just grow so fast, I didn't, yeah, I don't know. I think for car camping, uh, an air mattress is completely appropriate. Um, yes, or, I agree. I know people that use cots. Uh, do you know what a Paco pad? I will not sleep is? on a cot. No, I won't. But I know people that do it. Um, do you know what a Paco pad is? No. So that's we use what's called Paco pads, where it's it's a rafting thing. Um, they're giant. Oh god, I got one up there, but I can't get it down. They're huge. They're enormous. Like they roll up to about two and a half feet wide by a foot and a half tall. Uh, so you're not backpacking with them, but they're yeah. It's rubber. It's like inflatable rubber. Rubber with a foam. It's a giant foam pad covered in rubber. Is what it is. Uh, nice. You don't really inflate them, but uh, uh, they're a rafting thing. So where you know you can bring the kitchen sink, and it doesn't have to be slim. Like if it's bulky, it doesn't matter. So we use those, and they're super comfy. We we have four of them, or no, sorry, we have three of them actually. And the kids are so small that we lay three of them out, and all four of us can fit on the, that thing. And then mom's got her own over on her side of the tent. Um, Nice. Yeah. So uh, the inflatable ones, I've like they lose air or they lose volume in the middle of the night because it gets cold, 
or I poke a yeah. hole in them. The kids fuck them up. Like, <laughs> um, so the Paco pads obviously aren't perfect for everyone because they're extremely bulky, but the comfort level is real nice. See, I, I like that. I need to up my, as much as car camping as we've done so far, I need to up my game on that. Like the tent and the, and a pad because I don't like air mattresses because I, I sleep like garbage on them. Yeah. I, I don't judge anybody for having soft. them. I just not a big fan of them. Yeah. Um, but I got the blow up ones. I think I had, they were on one was on sale. So I bought it for me for uh, like backpacking. Yeah. And then I eventually got another one. So me and my wife could have one. One thing I did buy that I'm really happy with is what do you guys use for pillows? Do you just use regular pillows? Um, no, we, uh, the, we don't even bring pillows for the kids. I don't, I think I'm the only one that brings a pillow. Um, I, really? yeah. What I, I bring like a throw pillow from the couch is what I bring. Your wife is way more tough than I am. Or, so I sleep on a, I got, I found those little blow up. They like yeah. pack down to nothing. Yeah. The uh, sea to summit. Okay. The sea to summit blow up pillow. It gets huge. Uh, I'm a rel- I sleep on my side yeah. so a lot, so I wanted a th- like a thicker pillow. Yeah, same. Because my head, so my head's not same. way the hell down same there. One, so I brought that. It's very comfortable. Um, it's great. You can like it's got a little valve. You can make it softer, firmer, whatever. And so I got and I it, like it clicked on with the last time. I was like, why have I not gotten this? And my kids think it's cool because it's like a transformer. Yeah, like it's so tiny that it gets huge. I want to. So lo- I just I got look them. at that one. Send me the link to that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, I will. Um, it it's awesome, and they love it. And I got them all. I just got them all a pillow because they were like, plus Mike. Then my wife's also yelling at them because they brought their own pillow, and then the dirt gets in the <laughs> yeah. tent, oh, yeah. and now their oh, yeah. home pillows are dirty. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? I should just. I'm just gonna get everybody a pillow. Yeah. No, I don't think they they use pillows. I know the kids don't because they they don't even use pillows at home. They're upside down in their beds. And they, don't, they don't. It's all crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I think my maybe my mom brings one, but yeah, I bring a throw pillow from the couch and call it good. Uh, or I think and half the time I forget it. So I do what I used to do. I just take like, I always have a hoodie or something. I'll just use my hoodie yeah. as a pillow. And then dude, I feel so embarrassed because I didn't learn until I'm 42 years old. I just learned this year. Oh, shit. I know that. Well, I'm not embarrassed about that part, but so um, old. Um, Put so you have a mummy bag, right, with a little thing that goes up mm-hmm. here. You put your pillow inside, not on the outside. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I did not figure. Somebody, somebody mentioned <laughs> that to me this this year, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> like, why is my, yeah? So I just I just learned you put the pillow on the inside of the sleeping bag. <laughs> oh, your internet just went to shit. Oh no. Yes, I heard. Well, I heard most of it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't know honestly. So I knew that you should put your pillow in the inside. I did. I'm not completely stupid, <laughs> I but I I didn't know though that most of the mummy bags you come they come you can buy now have a like pillow holder thing in it like a sleeve a pouch yeah, yeah. you like put it like shove your pillow into it. i'm like wow shit i yeah. didn't know that yeah yeah so yeah 
I'm, yeah, my, my sleeping Learn bags something are, new every day. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're 42 years old. Jeez. And, dude, you know how many nights I've slept in a fucking tent? Like, and I did not, <laughs> like, that never, uh, never fucking occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, quick heads up. I'm about out of beer and battery. Okay, yeah. Well, we need to wrap it up anyway. It's almost 11.30 at night here. Yeah. So, um, I would say the last thing, and then um, real quick on, because you kind of said, I wanted to bring it up when you talked about your kids shitting at 3 in the morning. <laughs> what about hygiene? I mean, there's... Do you, keep, do, you do anything with them or teach them anything t- right now? T- you worry about it? hands is, is about as far as it goes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I mean, they're going to get dirty. You know, and I mean, we're all, oh, sure. yeah, we're all getting dirty out there. So, uh, uh, we definitely do our teeth brushing routine morning and evening. And then beyond that, we just try to wash their hands. Um, sometimes not even if it's meal time. I mean, their hands are dirty as shit, you know? Right. Uh, right. But, and then, uh, uh, toilet paper and wet wipes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Wet wipes are badass. Key. Yeah. They're key. Um, and then we'll, I don't know if we even would have a bar of, no, we'll have bar of soap for how we're washing their hands. We'll either have liquid soap or bar soap and hand sanitizer. Um, yeah, we use, we do a lot of hand sanitizer. And then along those lines, uh, kitchen cleanliness is important. Uh, this isn't necessarily a kid's topic, but, uh, we try to be on point with our, with cleaning dishes and keeping everything sanitary there. Yeah. Yeah, that was something that we had to kind of deal with the uh, when we did our first like two night thing because we actually brought we had to cook like we couldn't just kind of wing it. And it's or not all it's not necessarily all paper plates either. Like it, you can serve dinner mm-hmm. on paper plates, but you got to cook in the pots. And I mean, are yeah. are you familiar with like the three pan system? Um, not necessarily. Yeah, it's like wash, rinse, and sanitize. So you'll have oh, a okay, three yeah. pail system where you're washing in this bucket, rinsing in this bucket, and then the third bucket has just a little bit of bleach in it, and uh, and that's how you wash dishes is in those three pail systems. And you got but you got to heat the water and all this shit. And it's a, it's it's not to be taken lightly. I mean, no, it's a pain, total pain in the ass, and I'm gonna be hating life when I have to do that next week while I'm watching two kids, you know, yep. but that might be one of those times where it's like, I'm camping in the woods and I've got these two fucking tablets. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if you think about it, it's like when you don't want to do it, then just think about getting your kids a uh, Giordia. Uh, yeah. Um, right. No. And think about how miserable that yeah, would be. No, thank you. No. Or 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 my wife complaining about how I got my kids Giardia. No, I don't want that either. Oh god, that's way worse. <laughs> way worse. <laughs> Got to think about the long term effects here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that'll never go away. Actually, um, um, Ben Mante, hey, thanks so much for coming on the show. And uh, again, please go check out his uh, awesome YouTube channel, Huge Flyer Fisherman. Uh, it is also huge fly fisherman on Instagram. No, do you, do you have a TikTok? <laughs> I haven't gone there yet. <laughs> TikTok, no. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. That's why you're on the podcast. So, so we 
Uh, thanks again, man. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. And I, uh, guys, he is, for those of you who don't know him, if you want to know about fishing, fly fishing, his, his videos honestly are just entertaining in general. Um, even if that's not your yeah. fishing's not your thing, <laughs> if it isn't though, then screw you. Um, also great dude. I've spent, I've spent my time. I've spent a decent, for some weird reason, I've spent a decent amount of time with a bunch of different YouTubers. This guy's legit and, um, not a douchebag and, uh, a good family man puts his family first and his wife first. And, um, that's just kind of what this, if there's anything that this podcast is trying to be about, I guess it's going to be something along those lines. So really appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for being on the show. And um, well, thanks for having me, man. Go um, like and subscribe his stuff, man. It was a different podcast than I'm used to. Um, so yeah, thank you. And uh, looking forward to seeing you again and, and hanging out and doing some fishing. <laughs> That's what we're going for. Yeah, man, need to come down and take you to Babe's Chicken. Babe's Chicken. All right, end it, drop it, send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.